Hello and welcome to Bird's Eye View, a podcast about the birds of the United States and the world in which they live. We take a bird's eye view as we explore a variety of topics related to birds, birding, and the natural world. This is Matthew Radford, podcast creator and host. You were just listening to a beautiful place called Blackjack Creek. In the background, you could hear the creek. You could hear in the background also a Kentucky warbler countersinging a Kentucky warbler that was much closer to us in the foreground. I believe that day there were also some American red start, Carolina rans, indigo buntings, hummingbirds, just a great little spot. If you would like to send me an email, I would love it. Radford Birds with an S, radfordbirds at gmail.com. If you have suggestions on the podcast, if you have suggestions about content topics, or if you would like to be on the podcast and have some particular area of interest you'd like to talk about, I would love to hear from you. Radfordbirds at gmail.com. It is Sunday morning, September 24th. I'm excited today to watch a little NFL football after recording this and Excited also tomorrow morning to get out and bird seriously all morning. We have a nice wet rain that just came through. The sod farms that we go to probably should be pretty wet. We can possibly get some shorebirds. And I'm still holding out hope I can get a fall migrating golden wing warbler or prairie warbler or Canada warbler. Three that I definitely need and would love to see this year. You know, all of us, I think, ultimately keep lists of some sort. Even people that aren't serious listers kind of have a list in their brain of birds that they've seen throughout their lives or throughout the year. We naturally keep some lists. I'm not a huge lister. I do have my life list, but I'm not sure exactly how many birds I've seen in any date or county particularly, although I... I kind of keep track a little bit. But the one list I do keep is a list of warblers each year. I always am intrigued by and interested in these perulid wood warblers. I want to know how many I've seen during a particular year. The most I've ever seen in one year was 2020. Spent a lot of time on the road, saw different parts of the country, and saw 38. Saw 38 of the 50 in one year is the best I've ever done. This year, I'm close. I think I've seen about 37, and it's been a great year and saw some really fun warblers, ones I haven't seen for years. So I did want to give today a review of the warblers I've seen this year, realizing it's not the end of the year yet, but most likely I've seen most of what I'm going to see, knowing that I might get a couple more species. And it's been a great year for warblers. Based out of eastern Oklahoma, Done some traveling with some of my birding people and got some great warblers. And I'd, again, I'm interested in knowing how many you've seen this year. You could tell me that in an email. The 2023 warbler year here always starts out with several winter species. We're fortunate to get a couple species, usually two or three we can find in the winter. And those are the yellow rump, the pine warbler, and the orange crown warbler. We are right at the edge of pine warbler range, but there's enough pines around 
that you can usually find a wintering pine warbler or at least one that comes back really late winter, early spring. So the warbler year started out with those three, yellow rumped warbler, pine warbler, and orange crowned warbler, all found locally. Uh, yellow rumped are the ones you can regularly find here in the winter. Pine and orange crowned, they're here, but they, they take some work. We do have, again, I'm intrigued by not only how everyone, every birder has a different list, different lists they keep. They have different lists of their breeding warblers locally. No matter where you live, we all have a different little suite of birds, a suite of warblers that breeds and nests locally. So as winter moves to spring, and as winter moved to spring this year, we picked up, and I picked up those classic breeders that we have here locally. Uh, Louisiana water thrush breeds in a few of the local deeper woods where we have some running water. Northern prulas are ubiquitous. They're everywhere. Yellow-throated warblers, of course, in the larger oak uh, poplars and sycamores, the yellow-throated warbler. Black and white warblers nest in some beautiful stands of post and blackjack oak south of Tulsa. Of course, in the wetlands, we get common yellowthroat and in the flooded woods, prothonotary warbler. So picked up all those great warblers, along with Kentucky warbler, as I mentioned before, locally here in early spring. And as, as early breeders, that collection of birds, you know, they're back here by early April, even mid-April in some cases, getting territories set up and doing their thing. I do need to pause in my discussion of the warblers I've seen in 2023. And apologize for my voice. I'm on the edge of losing my voice, so I probably shouldn't be even doing this. But I have a combination of a respiratory tract infection and some allergies. So my my voice is a little throaty this morning. And the nice thing is my long coughing fits and pauses, I can just edit out. So, so in, in late April, we made a trip. Our goal was to get Kalima warbler in the Chisos Basin, but to do that, we decided, well, we'll take a couple, we'll take a full week, go a few days early, and hit the Davis Mountains Preserve in extreme West Texas and get Grace's warbler, which we did. So the next three 2023 great warblers for my year list were up in the Davis Mountains Preserve. Ran into some Virginia's warbler. I had not seen Virginia's warblers for probably 20 years since I was in northern Utah, southeast Idaho, but found them again in West Texas. Just an incredible bird. Pretty pretty bird, but kind of plain. Bones of yellow and gray. We did, of course, get our Lifer Grace's warbler. Many of you are probably familiar with western ponderosa pine habitats. Those ponderosa pines just sneak down into the high elevation Davis Mountains in West Texas and have Grace's Warbler. So we found Grace's Warbler, just beautiful bird. We ended up seeing over two days, probably five or six different different birds, just great ones. We picked up our first of year Wilson's Warbler, also in the Davis Mountains. So Virginia's Warbler, Grace's Warbler, Wilson's Warbler, first of year birds for me there in the Davis Mountains. On the way to Chisos Basin, we decided to stop one day at Christmas Mountains Oasis, a beautiful oasis 
that a gal named Carolyn owns and operates in the middle of the Chihuahuan Desert. She sequesters water, which is often scant, but stores it in tanks and then distributes it during dry periods through some water features and ponds and gets a lot of birds coming through because of the subsequent you know, increased growth of plants there with that water that she saves and stores and then attracts the birds more uh, locally with some water and drip features. And we got just some great birds there. In terms of warblers, we got Townsend's warbler. We got McGilvery's warbler. Levi and I always argue about how to say that. And then amazingly, we were sitting there. I was up by the hummingbird feeder looking better photography opportunities for Lucifer hummingbird. And I had one of those moments where you hear someone say something, but it just it takes a second to sink in what they're really saying. I heard Jim saying, blue-winged warbler, blue-winged warbler. And it took me a second to get my brain around that. They were looking at a blue-winged warbler at the water feature. So I finally jumped up, headed down there. And sure enough, it, it left, but it came back and I got pictures of a blue-winged warbler. So just a great bird anywhere for me. It's even a tough one to get here in eastern Oklahoma, but we got it in West Texas in the Chihuahuan Desert, amazingly, and I got great pictures of it. So it's a rare bird, showed up, of course, on the rare bird alerts, and I got good documentary pictures of it. So in Christmas Mountains Oasis, blue-winged warbler, McGivillery's warbler, and Townsend's warbler, just three classic birds. I don't think there's very many days where you can sit at a water feature and see a Townsend's and a blue-winged warbler at the same time, but we, we did. And as I mentioned, our trip that year there this spring was really to see Kalima Warblers. So I headed down to Chisos Basin, hiked up Pinnacles Trail, hiked up over into Boot Springs, and on the way up Pinnacles Trail got Kalima Warbler. Fantastic bird, took a lot of work, a lot of effort. I've shared much of our Kalima Warbler story on other podcasts. And then we got Painted Red Start at Boot Springs, so a great a year bird, another great year warbler. I had only seen painted red starts two other times. Those were both in the winter in southern Arizona back in 2020. So it had been three years. As we were heading home, there were reports of a rare Swainson's warbler in Tulsa County. Now we get Swainson's warblers clear down in the very southeast tip of Oklahoma, but they're rare in Tulsa County. Seems like every other year-ish, one shows up for a couple weeks. And as we were heading home, one was showing up. So we got home, got rested, went out the next morning early, Levi and I did. And we did. We got a Swainson's Warbler. He heard it singing a couple hundred yards away. We snuck up in a trail and got a singing Swainson's Warbler. Just a great bird for his life list. Jim, Virginia, and myself had already seen Swainson's Warblers in other parts of the country. And interestingly, Jim got Swainson's Warbler in Iowa, even a crazier spot than Tulsa County. And then Levi and I that same day got Palm Warbler. So Eastern, Eastern Oklahoma Palm Warbler, not unexpected. They're here every year, but they, they take a little work. Only see maybe one or two a year. Nothing like you get further east. But we did get a Palm Warbler. At that point, Levi had to get back to college for his finals, and then he officially moved back to Tulsa for the summer. We kind of thought our warblering was over 
We had no idea, though, the really the slug of warblers we were going to run into the next week. It was just amazing. We added some incredible eastern warblers to our list, to our year list in Tulsa County when he got back. So he got back about, it was mid-May. It was well into the 13th or 15th of May. And we were just sitting in the evening, uh, late afternoon, evening, Virginia, Levi, and I at Hickey Creek Park. And we saw, we thought we saw Red Star, couldn't really tell. We were just kind of lounging around, not seeing much. And I thought I would get up and go over to the restroom. And this, this really il illustrates the serendipity, just little circumstances fall into place. And you realize had they not fallen into place, you wouldn't have had nearly the success. So we weren't even birding that hard, weren't putting much effort in. I was just walking over to the bathroom, looked up. American Red Start. Well, that's cool. We got American Red Start. So I motioned to Levi. He runs over. We look up get American Red Start. So we start looking around a bit more and realize, okay, these these pecan trees and their catkins are kind of full of warblers. There's a lot of warblers here. And when we say a lot of warblers, we mean a couple dozen. And unbelievably, we got, looked up and got a Blackburnian warbler. Levi found a lifer and a great bird for Oklahoma, female Blackburnian warbler. And then we got a first a year Magnolia warbler. And then unbelievably we get a bay breasted warbler. So we're standing there thinking we're gonna get maybe American Red Star and feel pretty lucky. We ended up getting first of year Magnolia, Bay Breasted, Blackburnian, and Blackburnian was a lifer for Levi. Just great, great bird. Now, the bay-breasted shows up as a rare warbler, so we submit that to the rare bird alert. We come back first thing in the morning, and there are four other birders. Two birders came over from OKC to try to get this bay-breasted warbler, and then uh, a couple other birders, including our friend Steve Metz. We start looking again in these same oak tree or these same pecan trees, and we unbelievably found that bay-breasted warbler, presumably the same one. So they were able to get the bay-breasted warbler. And then we found Tennessee, chestnut sided, and black pole warbler. So, in the space of 12 hours, we got first of year American Red Start, Magnolia, Bay Breasted, Blackburnian, Tennessee, chestnut sided, and black pole warblers at Hakey Creek Park. And keep in mind, Paul, this isn't a shocking list further east, it's an incredible list for eastern Oklahoma. And not even on the border of Arkansas in those deciduous woods, but we're talking far enough west in Tulsa that it's just a great, great list. So we were just delighted. Serendipity, we got a lot of great eastern warblers. We went ahead and birded hard a couple more days and picked up black-throated green warbler locally and morning warbler. So at this point, we're feeling pretty lucky. We're we're pushing 30 species of warblers in one year. Uh, but selfishly, we thought, eh, we should go see a few more. And we decided we'd take one trip in the late May over to the Ozarks in Arkansas. Because there's four or five species you can pick up there. There's just some classic uh, eastern deciduous woods in a place called Cherry Band. Really, the highlight there is Cerulean Warbler. So... We got over there and got Ovenbird, Hooded Warbler, on the way in. We could hear them right at dawn out the vehicle window. And then we were able to track down Worm-Eating Warbler and Cerulean Warbler. 
we were also able to add Kentucky warbler to Virginia's life list because she hadn't seen one yet that year. So just some great warblers. And by this point, I've seen, you know, 35, 36 species for the year. And as we speak now, or as I speak now, I, I have seen northern water thrush as well. I finally found a first-of-year northern water thrush about two days ago at a local park. So between local warblers in winter, local warblers breeding, local migrant warblers, and then the Davis Mountains, the Chisos Basin, and eastern deciduous Ozark Mountains, I've seen 37, I think it is this year, 37 wood warblers, 37 of these perulids. So again, I'm always intrigued by different birders and their different lists. I have my life list. It's about three, excuse me, 540-ish for the U.S. And I've seen 48 of the 50 warblers. And this year, I've seen 37 perulids. And that's the journey that I went on this year to get 37. I hope wherever you are that you've seen plenty as well. Thank you for listening, and I will add again that I would love to hear from you, radfordbirds at gmail.com. If you have suggestions for the podcast you've heard just listened to or other podcasts, if you would like to be a guest, let me know. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.